Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. If you haven't already caught on, it's, it's live. We're on a live podcast here on YouTube.com slash Returns. Unless you're catching this after the fact, in which case, of course, we do appreciate you checking us out. And uh, so thanks anyway. Uh, you should be subscribed and click the bell for notifications to know when we have a live show going on, usually Mondays around 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Uh, if you have been a loyal subscriber, you probably already checked out the most recent episode of The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, which is essentially like a mini back issues, but with three different books. This week, we did the Marvel You Decide titles yeah that was great i thought it was a great idea i'm convinced it was the audience seemed to agree if you haven't already saw it <laughs> if you haven't already seen it check it out uh also new episode of uh bonus round and i say when i say new i mean like 10 years old but hey listen it's new to some people there's a whole new uh audience out there that has been watching these channels that is to say our channel network now Ooh. remember a little over a year ago uh i made a little video on youtube.com slash comic pop in which I announced that we were launching Comic Pop Returns. Mm -hmm. And I was like, look, if they're not going to let us make a myriad am amount of different shows, then we will become a podcast or YouTube channel network. Yeah. And we've done that. We've created two uh, sustainable channels and one brand new gaming channel that I'm very uh, enthused by. Uh, you're in charge of that. But like, you know, we're, we're still feeling it out, still we're working, working it out. We're going to have all the kinks. I'm excited to see where doing. it goes. Yeah, no, but I mean, listen, like, <laughs> you know, I, I think it's I, it's it's great to see new life and new audiences for stuff that we had a lot of passion for when we made it the first time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah no, it is. It's really nice. So ch definitely check out those channels and, of course, uh, be, uh, you know, on the lookout for a new episode of Back Issues, which, of course, is available for patrons right now. Uh, if you're not familiar with the show, uh, this show is sponsored by viewers like you. I actually just got a couple of emails for sponsorships uh, just the other day. Uh, they are sponsors you know and have seen before. If you want to keep them out of this, use Super Chats. Ask a question or comment. We'll read it here on the show, and you'll be part of the magic. And uh, your question and uh, namesake that you use on this uh, device will uh, be forever enshrined in this show for as long as they keep these shows in posterity. So, yeah, uh, we're talking about new books that came out the past week. We're going to recap and review them. Tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend comics that are coming out this week that we think that you should buy. Awesome. Uh, of course, this is a show that is meant to uh, promote and propagate comic books and comic book fandom. Uh, so if you are not already uh, or you're on the fence about it, definitely patronize your local comic book store or use a fun uh, subscription service from any of the uh, national chains. Or you can subscribe to any of those things using the streaming services, including uh, DC Universe Infinite and Marvel Limited. Or even better, you can go to your library and check out the graphic novel section. Or you can go on Hoopla and uh, digitally check out comic books from local libraries that way there are tons of different options for you to legally and or uh financially support the comic book industry yeah uh, and uh, so you should definitely be pursuing those avenues before checking out uh the ahoy options yeah don't don't ahoy at least yeah, don't, don't ahoy like look don't, you know don't yoho just yes when, when you know the video game industries movie industries i'm not saying like those are more okay to pirate but like i am saying that those industries make billions of dollars a year and the comic book industry as a whole that is to say marvel dc boom studios uh, image comics uh, dark horse comics tko dynamite all together produce one billion dollars do they really yeah oh. yeah it, just, it takes literally every single publisher to make yeah, one to make billion one, dollars one a year billions. yeah pretty sad but also any, it's nice do we have any news this week do we have any news great question actually uh, i'm gonna think about that for okay. a minute before we 
settle on a topic because I don't, I don't know. There's there's not a lot going on right that's right okay. now. I just want at least know. nothing that, that's near and dear to my heart. Okay. Uh, but I will talk about some books. Uh, I don't know about you, but I read uh, Dynamite uh, Entertainment. read this? Scar from Chuck Brown <laughs> and Trevor Fraley. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. I said I recommended it, and so now I'm going to talk about it. I thought you were just mentioning it. I didn't know you were actually going to read it. Mm-hmm. Wow, but here we are. Here Did we it change are. your world? No. Did it change everything for you? It wasn't a whole new world. Uh, it wouldn't even be that. No, I know. <laughs> I was going to start making Disney references, and then I thought, nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but yeah, Scar. Um, I was happy that uh, at first it looked like it was, and, and it is, it's, it's, it's a prequel book. It is, it is Scar Begins. It's explaining. Uh, well, it has to be. Yeah, but it's not quite Scar Begins. I was worried that it was going to be like, okay, here's Scar mm-hmm. as, a, as a cub, and we're going to see him in Little Mufasa. No, no. It's like, I want to say, a, a, it takes place in between the movie. You know, like, it takes, like, Simba is born, they have the big ceremony. And Scar is upset. Okay. Now, what's weird is, I don't know about the timeline. It seems to be kind of confusing because like Scar, it, it is Scar Begins. It's like Scar is building his resentment for Mufasa. He's building his resentment for, of course, Simba. He's sad that he will not be king, that he was groomed to be king the entire time. That he was alive by the, the by the family, by the, the by, by divine right. That really did not come across in the movie. No, no, it didn't. But I mean, you know, where did, I mean, where did his entitlement come from? Maybe you know? it's in his head. He said he was first in line before the little hairball was born, which is a literal line from the movie. So I think, uh, yeah, he definitely was like, no, I'm next. And he's the younger brother of Mufasa. I think he was expecting to be like a Prince Charles or a King Charles. How, it's okay. Like, you know, like, I'm a million years old, but I will. I bet I will be king. That's like that. That's pretty delusional. Yeah. To think that. Yeah. To think that that was what was going to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it, you know, it, it would certainly suggest like, weren't you, were you going to kill him the whole time? Right. But apparently though, according to this, no, uh, he, uh, he instead was, um, yeah, he, he was super upset about it. And, uh, and then he almost dies. Uh, he, he's, he's so pissed off uh, at, at being, uh, you know, usurped by Simba that uh, he goes out to kill a wildebeest. And this also kind of breaks canon because we meet, you know, the wildebeests, which are seemingly like mindless animals. They, do they, do they, they talk? They do talk. Okay. They have exactly as much personality as Zazu. Um, he's going to kill a baby wildebeest and the mother shows up. The, the mother has a name, uh, which Scar knows. And uh, he, he implies he's going to kill, you know, just for fun. It's just to get it out of his system. He's just mm-hmm. pissed, so he wants to kill. So he's not doing it for, for for hunger. He's not doing it to contribute to the circle of life. Right. Uh, so you know, he's in the wrong uh, by the mythology of the movie. But uh, yeah, so she uh, attacks him. Uh, it's clearly going to go bad, but then the rest of the wildebeest kind of like get involved, and they like knock him off of a cliff, uh-huh. and he falls into the gulch where Mufasa will later be killed by, by, by Scar himself. And the wildebeest. And the wildebeest. That's right. Uh, but spoilers. The uh, but, but Scar <laughs> is left uh, almost to die. Uh, we meet two hilarious um, vultures or carrion birds that are like, well, let's kill, let's eat him. You know who that is? That's the Prince of Pride Rock. Like he was next in line before the baby was born. Um, did you hear his whole like spiel while we were like circling? And uh, they they concoct a scheme. These two are actually the progenitors of Scar and Pride Rock's downfall. They're like, if we help Scar become king, he will kill for fun and sport, which will create a veritable smorgasbord of death around Pride Rock, which will be, you know, for us. 
it'll be a banquet for the rest of us for just us the carrion birds so they're like we're going to introduce him to the bone eaters aka of course the hyenas oh, so yeah okay. scar had no affiliation with or knowledge of the hyenas before the the, the vultures got involved okay uh, but the vultures are gonna uh, wake him up and help him before rafiki appears and then rafiki takes scar to his tree nurses him back to health because he's still not a villain at this mm-hmm. point and uh you know scar reveals like you know i'm i'm pissed i'm yeah, you know, jealous, and he asks Rafiki to join him in his nefarious scheme to like. Why you know, would you think that was gonna work? Rafiki, of course, refuses, and then Scar goes off, and then we like end the issue with the birds going like, "Whoa, Scar's alive! What do we do now?" Same thing we were gonna do before. We're gonna introduce him to the hyenas, and I'm like, "Okay, cool. Well, I'm mm-hmm. done." Uh, it started off kind of weak, but it did kind of like scoop me up a little bit in the middle. Um, just you know, the characters were all very uh, consistent and uh, familiar. Um, I don't know if I uh, care for the idea that the wildebeests have sentience because if it does, why didn't they stop? Um, but I guess the idea is that like once they get going, you know, you can't stop them or, you know, maybe it's like their animal instincts kick in. I don't know. Uh, it, it's a lot. It, it harkens certainly back to the old shorts on youtube.com slash comic pop where Ethan and Ben and I talk about Lion King for like, I don't know, an hour like and a half. Way too long. That's like a multi-part. Yeah. It is, or it's just like a four-minute video, but you know. <laughs> uh, but short. according to shorts, nine, fifty-nine seconds. But it's fine, you know. I would I recommend it if you were a hardcore Lion King fan. Yeah, I'd say you definitely would enjoy it. Uh, if you are a comic book fan and you're like looking to dip your toe into it, eh, I wouldn't worry about it. Like, <laughs> it, it's very much like who who asked for this. And uh, at the end of the day, it really doesn't justify itself very well. But what comic has to, it's just kind of like, oh, I want to tell this fun story and we have the license. Why not? And I'm sure. like, I guess that's fair. That's, that's it. <laughs> you know, it, All right. it. It exists and it's fine. It's not bad, certainly. Um, but yeah, I, I was also like, really? Like, I just can't believe you read it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, I looked at the samplings and I was like, uh, well, I'm not reading Amazing Spider-Man anymore. So oh, what, right. what am I going to talk right, about? All right, you're, you're done with that. Yeah, I did read the preview for Amazing Spider-Man 23. And uh, I was like, you know, good thing I don't read this book anymore. Man, I'd be, if I were buying this book, if I were paying for this book, I'd be pretty pissed. So, uh, yeah, what do you got, Tiffany? Um, just really quickly. I'm not going to go into details at all because we're too far down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, I read Saga number 63, uh, written by Brian K. Vaughn with our by Fiona Staples. And uh Man, I really miss having trades of this. Yeah. I'm really glad it's back, though. But like, it's just not enough. Single issues just aren't enough for me anymore for this mm-hmm. book. I will continue to buy it single issues for for till the heat death of the universe, um, or as long as they keep it going. Yes. But I'm like, ah, one more. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fiona Stables is just consistently amazing. I would love to at some point. I really haven't. Um, reach back into some of my older issues i'd love to take a look at her art from the beginning oh and see how it's see how it's it's changed how like what what has uh, gone up what has maybe not gone up but Mm -hmm. like it feels like to me it's just been solid all the way through yeah and there were just some panels like some really simple small like not splashy not like shiny here we go look at this amazing panel moments where i was just like she's just so good she makes it look so effortless right she makes it look so effortless yeah it's a, decept- it's a deceptively simple style yeah and then i love how vaughn just keeps like being like oh yeah don't forget this is happening too. <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah oh yeah well you, oh, you know yeah. the book comes out like once every two years so yeah, you gotta so, remind people immediately right well it, but he does it in such a way that it fits perfectly with the story it fits really well in terms of like reveals happen in a natural way oh sure things occur where it's not just like hey you know we gotta like i gotta get this in here before whatever it's just like oh right (laughs) 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh no. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, like you, you remember these plot threads and you care about all the characters. So it's really exciting. Yeah. And, and like, I even care about it. Like there's politics going on. It's politics. I can't possibly fathom. Yeah. But like, I'm like, I'm invested. I'm always invested in this book. Um, you know, and, and it's just, it's, it's a, if I had known at the beginning when I started reading this, how long I'd be on this, I would have never imagined. Oh, sure. That, honestly. Um, you know, because it starts out with this story that you think it's just about a family, right? Yeah. Like it's really just about like a family. Right. And, um, and it still is, but you know, we, we've gone down so many like dark roads and, and, you know, just sadness rivers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, it's, it holds me like to this day. Yeah. So like, there, I don't know. There's just something about, and I and I guess this is why people love reading long runs when mm -hmm. you think about it. Um, but this is a long run that's unaffected by anything else, but right? It's, but its own continuity. Yeah, no spinoffs. It's actually kind of a remarkable yeah, that like the book has remained saga yeah, by itself the whole time. There's just there's just nothing that like impacts it except its own momentum and its own story. So, and I get it. I get people who read books that go on forever and ever and ever because mm -hmm. it's just you I, i'm like always like how could you still be that invested right and here i am like, <laughs> <laughs> like 63 issues later and a huge break yes and i'm just as invested as i was when i first started it totally so yeah anyway Yay. that's it just just a little <laughs> why well, i love saga right of, yeah of my comics for exactly this uh, you want to jump into the X-Men for a little while? Because yeah. I know that uh, apparently in Fall of X, they also made it. You know, we saw the the, the preview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also announced two other titles, which you you, you espoused about a little bit on uh, Twitter. You did. You mentioned the Dark I X-Men. I did. Well, I, I really, honestly, guys, I saw that so late, and I knew that I was like, people were going to be like, did you see this? Did you see this? I was like, let's just get ahead of that and tweet something about it. Um, I got to tell you, go up to Fall of X. There's something about that cover there's one character in particular that's on the cover that I'm like, I think you might have ruined something. Mm. For yes. Um, <laughs> because Gambit's on this cover, and I did read Rogue and Gambit this week. It is a mini series. I think it's only they five always are. issues. Uh, no, it's fine. I, I like that. Mm -hmm. Like Rogue and Gambit. Here's a little series with them. Then they go do stuff with the main books. Yeah. Then they come back with a little series. Then we do stuff in the main books. Right. You know what I mean? That's fine. Yeah. But is that because you're afraid that if they like, if the book goes on too long, they'll just break them up to get some tension and I, drama going. I think that's where we're going right now. Oh God. <laughs> what a boring and predictable thing for them. But to I'm do. not sure. Like they're just, okay. So Rogue and Gamma came out this week. Mm -hmm. um, written by Stephanie Phillips with our by Carlos Gomez. And Gambit does something in this book that, that is inconsistent with what he's been doing in the previous series. It and feels books. like it to me. And, Shocking. and yet then like they, they kind of did a, a little bit of a heel turn. Oh, where they were like, Oh, I, yeah, I mean, no, not really. No, 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 no. Like he does something. And then afterwards he's like, no, he's like, trust me, it'll be fine. And then he's like, I hope it's okay. Right. And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It just feels like, and I think what's not helping is I'm trying really hard not to meta read. Yes. But when you see the cover of fall of X and you see Gambit, on that cover yeah i'm like are you deliberately taking him down this pathway this darker pathway right just so, so we can do this sense for him to go to that team hey now you know what it's like to read spider-man <laughs> <laughs> like are you just do you just really want to do this one thing with this other character and so you're going to disrupt everything that's going on but so it, that you can but make it, it that way not. i mean i first i mean same deal i've seen a lot of you know i've seen chatter both ways some folk love the fact that rogue and gambit are together and yeah. some folk have had enough of it have, really I've I've seen it, I've seen it, and I'm not, I don't think that that's like anywhere near the level of Peter and Mary Jane. <laughs> no, <laughs> at no, all. no. But I mean, you know, the Peter and Mary Jane thing is just kind of like a, you know, it's it's 
it's an indicator, right? right it's an indicator right. of the culture, of the mindset, of what they're willing to do. And mm. if it's big enough and powerful enough, it's if, if the Peter Mary Jane relationship is in every movie and cartoon show, but in the comics, it's toxic for the people who make the books. Yeah. Then you know that Rogue and Gambit can't be palatable for these people. Right. And you know, they're also not safe. You know, it's like if, if they if they're feeling tremendous pressure from literally the entertainment industries that they so desperately covet and wish they were in uh, and they're not going to acquiesce, then you have to imagine Rogue and Gambit don't stand a chance or they need to be so niche that people forget they exist and leave them the hell alone. Right, 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 right. Well, honestly, this book kind of feels like right now that it it's almost not super paying attention to all of the stuff that Gambit went through mm -hmm. recently. And, oh, okay. and maybe it is, maybe we're, that's what we're going to find out. Right. You know what I mean? But it really is. It seems like it's coming out at a kind of a weird time where it's really focusing on Rogue being part of the X-Men. And I'm like, but she left. Yeah. She left that team. Right. So like, I don't know if it's happening post then. It's just that the world hasn't caught up or if it's, I don't know. Well, don't know. And this isn't the same creative team as the previous Rogue and Gambit series. No, right? no, like no. Mr. No. and Mrs. X and Rogue and Gambit were mm. both written by somebody like another another team. Yes, entirely. Um, but you know, like I, I'm not gonna not read it. Which, I mean, all right, right. It, it turned out bad. <laughs> <laughs> if it turns out like it's really pushing too hard, then maybe I'll stop. Right. But I do want to see how they're going to justify this transition yeah if they're making a transition at all if they're making a transition at all i i would like to see how that's going to be handled yes right because you know like they've gotten some some time together there haven't been a there hasn't been a lot of it on page yeah we get the implication of history we yes get the implication of their lives together right we haven't seen a lot of it so for me i guess i feel like we didn't really explore that. Yeah. But we didn't spend enough time there or just take a breath in that right, in, in right. that world. Like the breath is the time that you don't get to see and that we haven't actually read. Yeah. So, you know, the Rogue and Gambit book itself is it's fine. fine. It looks it looks fun. Like it's it's a I like the art in it. It looks pretty okay. good. Right. Um Black Panther shows up in this and acts I don't I don't know how in or out of character he is in this yeah, issue. I think that's actually pretty consistent with his character right now because as I understand it, the Black Panther book is all over the place. Okay. Because he like you know, in the last issue, Manifold is taken by a group who's collecting superpowered beings. Yes. Like some of them are mutants and they're getting like chips put on them so that basically they can be controlled by like the highest bidder. Okay. Essentially, right? I'm like, all right, pretty standard sounding superhero plot. I, I, that's fine. I get it. We got, we got capitalism in there. We got superpowered. We got both sides. You know, like Lady Deathstrike's been taken. Manifold's there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's very we, consistent with what we're expecting. Right? Like, I'm like, got it. Destiny shows up. Sure, she's you know. Yeah, major, she's in, she's involved. She's involved in everything, and she has a strong connection, obviously, to Rogue. Right? Mm -hmm. And has a strong opinion about Gambit. So. And does and sets them off on this journey to go get like to bring manifold to destiny because it, trust me that's gonna it's super important that that happens she okay. won't say why and she can't say why but that's what they have to do right um it all blows up in their faces and manifold's taken okay so now the two of them are now like depowered temporarily mm -hmm. and they're wandering through the desert they come to a bar the people there immediately you think they're going to give them a hard time for being mutants and mm -hmm. like one guy like shakes rogue's hands like you saved the world one time you're okay in our book and they have a great time and Rogue's like, we got to go, <laughs> right? She's she's very much like her relationship to Destiny mm -hmm. is uh, I like I'd like where they're going with this. I wish they'd explore it a little bit more where she clearly doesn't like her. Yes. But she feels beholden to do 
what she asked. She's her. family. Right, right. And I'm like, that's interesting. That could be a serious wedge between the two of them. Yes. Right? Absolutely. I don't know if we're going to play with that so much. We're more playing with the fact that Ro- or that Gambit seems to just want to have a good time. And I'm like, like I feel- Gambit, yes, typically is but that, but I feel like, really like grown? he's grown a little bit. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Right. Um, But like then Black Panther shows up and he's like, hey, you're like, you're coming, you're under Avengers arrest essentially. And you're coming with me, Rogue. And I guess Gambit, because you were the last people who saw Manifold and you must have taken him because Manifold wasn't working with anybody. He removed himself for Krakoa. He wasn't doing that. He's like, but like he was a friend and I'm here, I'm here to take care of this. And I'm right. like, that seems like inconsistent, but yeah. But I don't know enough about what, what's Panther's going on going Black Panther, right now yeah. to feel like that is so out of place. Mm-hmm. Right. But it, 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 it causes a big fight in which Gambit is like puts a person in a situation in order to, to get he and rogue to be able to flee. Mm-hmm. So in the bar, they're obviously the wrecking it. Most of the people have left, right. but there's this woman in the kitchen and Gambit takes her and like basically like ties her wrist to an oven. So she can't get away from it and then sets the kitchen on fire. <laughs> oh, and then he's like, we have to go now rogue. And they leave. Mm-hmm. And like rogue's like, what the, yeah, where was that? And he's like, no, don't worry. Like, like he'll have to like save her. Mm-hmm. And, like, so he can't come after us. Right. And I'm like, mm. I don't buy that current Gambit would do this. Mm-hmm. Now I know there is some, he's gone through some stuff. It's just kind of comes out of the blue. But then as they're like riding away on a motorcycle, they stole. Um, <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, he saved her. Yeah. Like he's like questioning, he's questioning his decision. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, that could be very interesting to explore. But right. You know. So this issue wasn't really doing it for me, mm-hmm. but I'm a, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to, I'm going to keep judgment. going with it. Yeah. I'm not going to like go like, Oh, this, this series sucks because I don't know what they're trying to do. Yeah. But unfortunately I have this cover of fall of X in the back of my head. Right. That's essentially going like, don't forget. He they're could... clearly trying to make him go over here. And I'm like, just hang on. Yeah. Hang on. That may not be what they're doing just right. yet hold on right well and there's two different teams i mean uncanny <laughs> avengers she's jeff like rogue's family gonna be on that team because she was a founding member of that team originally and she's on the cover of that book yeah so yeah i mean putting them on two different teams but they did that with but x-men done as that, well but so. the fact that they put him on that team yeah yeah like why is he so dark what's going on here mm. yeah so i i don't know i'm just i'm really trying so hard to just read this book and yeah. let this book happen but it's so hard yeah it's yeah. so hard for me right now so I, I don't know how i feel about this one guys um but you know, they they have it has like a couple of cute moments. Okay. You know, there's like, do you remember there was like an article written about, like, a fake article written during the first Hellfire Gal? I think it was about Rogue. There's like a little like interview. There were like little interviews like that. They have one of those in here. Okay. This. And it's like it's written by like a really crappy journalist. Like, it's not well written. <laughs> gotcha. And I was like, and like I'm, I don't know. They're they're just very clearly trying to set up this breakup. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. I mean, we all knew. I you're know like, I'm not an idiot. I know what's I know, going on. I know. Yeah. You're not really <clears throat> bearing lead unless you're going to be like, no, actually, we're not. Um, you're like my husband reads spider-man i know where this is going <laughs> you're not gonna fool me but um i i knew inevitably that this would come down the line yeah because they don't want to let these two characters grow yeah um can't but it was nice for a while right when they did yeah so anyway 
Well, uh, we have a couple super chats here. Oh, Peej says, I'm newish to comics and decided that I'll go back and read certain comic runs of characters and treat them like arcs in manga. Yeah. I was wondering how I should go back and read them uh, trades and back issues. I mean, just, uh, you know, when it comes to long established books that uh, have had the benefit of essential collections, that's how I would do it. You know, Black Panther, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, Captain America. Mm -hmm. There are these things called epic collections and you could just go back and grab like volumes one through 12 or 30 mm -hmm. and you can just read them all in one uh, go. The problem with that, uh, I believe is that it doesn't always no it does yeah i think the epic collections do collect like stories that span other titles spider-man's tough because like sometimes his stories will bleed over into spectacular and web of mm -hmm. and uh, you know if you're just reading amazing spider-man you're gonna be very confused during key parts in his history uh but when it comes to you know single title characters like captain america black uh, black panther and fantastic four and stuff you can pretty much just go a straight line from those that's for marvel i would recommend uh batman's dc that kind of thing eh, it's a little tougher i would really not necessarily go with the manga model i would just grab you know classic stories that you have been recommended well, to it depends because I'm, I'm i'm rereading the comment and i'm wondering if they're also talking about when they in terms of like runs um not just like an arc mm -hmm. but no, just read the run, right? But like, you know, read like, all right, like I'm going to read all of Spider-Man or all of Black Panther. Oh, no, I meant like all of like the like the uh, the Straczynski yes. Spider-Man. Like you could do that. Or you could like, do that. Yeah, but like, that's how it's done. It's not like reading the run of Spider-Man. Like right. there is no. And you could do that with like Batman as well. Where it's like you could pick a writer that you like. Yes. And you could just read their run. Yep. Batman's also nice, though, because with Batman, you could, there's a lot of just graphic novel like ogn style exactly where you books. don't have to like worry about right like reading from like 88 to 98 you mm -hmm. can just pick up any old books mm -hmm. and they'll pretty much be consistent additionally um some comic shops will sell like really big like back issue packs mm -hmm. that are just like either yeah. an arc or a run that's true of of a character he also goes on to say also i'm giving the dawn of dc stuff a chance but any other recs for batman and spider-man i've uh, started the new batman run and i really like it uh yeah with spider-man you know it's you could read most of those uh epics those are like great you know and it gives you really a good spectrum of care of writers like roger stern and straczynski and uh jm or jmd and uh you know peter david even um but with batman you know like tiffany said i would recommend just grabbing like original graphic novels or legends of the dark Knight. i was gonna say legends of the dark Knight. that was gonna be my my uh, contribution yeah, actually there. honestly you could just read legends of the dark Knight numbers one through and then whatever whatever uh nightfall starts just stop because like they're all just three they're just four to five issue story arcs um and if you start with 10 nights of the beast and go forward from there uh they'll those are the beginnings of the story arc for within the pages of the main series for up until 10 nights of the beast uh, DC treated Batman like, yeah, there's there's the there's the monthlies or the weeklies, and then there's the like story arcs, and those are in other places. But um, yeah, I mean, Batman, you know, uh, a lot of people like Alan Grant. Uh, I myself uh, dig him well enough, uh, only when he's teamed up with Norm Brayfogle. Although Jim Aparo has grown on me quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's, you, know, so the, I, you can't go wrong with literally just picking up the Snyder and Capullo run and going from there. The problem is it, it, it gets weird and, uh, you know, especially in, and especially inconsistent when you uh, go from there because the modern writers have a very different mentality from the writers of 20, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, what's it called? Uh, John Libera says, come up. Hell yeah. Thank you very much, John. Really appreciate it. Kirk Pectus, DC's New 52 was at a museum for failures. Makes me happy. I saw the picture. 
I don't know if that's necessarily true. Certainly subjective. <laughs> uh, Nick Del Tufo. Hey, hey, folks, I decided to take the plunge and bought some books you reviewed on your show. Thank Yay! you very much. Thanks for the videos you put out and have a wonderful day. You too, Nick. Thanks well, so much thank for your you support. Man. And thanks for uh, trusting our recommendation. Yeah, enjoy them. Um, and Supreme Omega says, hey, Tiff, hey, Sal, I hope you're well on Robin. If DC wants to cash in on that Tim Drake nostalgia, they could reprint the rest of his 90s solo. Do you agree? They're not going to they're not interested in cashing in on Tim Drake's uh, nostalgia so much as they are interested in, you know, selectively giving people who are already nostalgic about that character opportunities that they would otherwise not have, you know, like the Tim Drake Robin series, which I understand is now canceled and the uh, Tim Drake inclusion in the Zadarsky Batman run. You know, these are, these, these are writers who feel strongly about Tim, whether you feel strongly about their interpretations of that, notwithstanding. Uh, but yeah, I don't know how much DC believes in Tim, lest they actually I don't know, give him a bigger push. Although he does have his own solo series and he is he has a backup series in the main Batman title. But comics are weird and different now. They're different from when they were six years ago. So I don't know if I necessarily... There's something in my heart that says the DC doesn't really give a shit. But, um, you know, it, they couldn't go wrong by reprinting or re-reprinting, as I know they did, uh, the incredible miniseries that we did on back issues many, 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 many years ago, uh, which was the solo book that also included his like formation in the Batman title. Um, that was the Robin, I think uh, they call it a hero reborn or a Robin reborn or whatever, but it's six issues. I think it's a great series uh, with some terrific art. And then, uh, you know, yeah, they could reprint the Chuck Austin stuff. I don't think it really, they used to. The thing is you don't even need to worry about that. If you're interested in, in looking and people are looking for like older books to pick up, they reprinted that entire run. I remember them being in trade. So you could pick that up as well. Days toys. Howdy from Texas. Just picked up wonder woman dead earth today after watching a, your episode of back issues. So far loving it. Well, great awesome it's it is awesome and uh i guarantee you will um yeah and uh hey maybe d-dubs will come back to the show someday hey. we definitely are in correspondence so we'll see what happens that's dope um i read spider-man from dan slot and mark bagley this is the end of the spider-verse but not the end of this adjectiveless spider-man title apparently it's going to keep going which uh you know okay uh i i will say this cover is great i was thrilled with how bagley uh depicted it and I think it's just awesome. Shothra's never looked cooler than uh, drawn by Bagley in this moment. I just really enjoyed the cover. Yeah. Uh, the rest of it is, you know, a big bunch of uh, action figure nonsense with all the Spider-Verse people showing up and essentially saying that, like, all the crap that you thought uh, mattered or didn't matter, you know, like, Dan Slott is a, a, a consummate professional when it comes to working <laughs> at Marvel. He is a Marvelite in every way. He's yeah, like, yeah. but he's an old school Marvelite, you know, where he's like, all right, I broke everything. I went, you know, went over to my friend's house who has the most action figures. I took them all out of the toy chest. I broke a couple figures, but I put them all back in the toy chest. Right, when I'm done. right, right, right. They're all going back in the toy chest. And listen, I read Wizards, so I know how you could use some epoxy and fix some of those figures together. I'm not going to do it today, maybe someday down the line, because I'm not leaving. And uh, that's what this book is. Uh, it's just chock full of spider characters and people returning. Morlon, obviously, was stabbed by the dagger of who gives a crap. And uh, comes back and he's like, ah, but he's dying, but he's gonna, but he's, but he's not. He's gonna be back in some other event that Dan's last not writing. Uh, so who cares? But you know, Morlon's back on the table and you know, whatever. Um, but also, you know, they did that thing where at the end they're all just kind of like standing on a rooftop, going like, and then I found out I have new powers, but in the power to uh, end the story. And so like Spider-Man comes back, and you know, from being stabbed and unmade, and. Uh, you know, everybody comes back. Everybody's back. Anybody who died, any spider character who was killed from another dimension is now back. And 
Dan Slott brought in a character that I have always heard he's wanted to invent and use. Invent? Yes, uh, but he 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 was too late uh, to the Amalgam Party because at, Amar- at Amalgam, uh, the combination of DC Marvel characters, uh, Spider-Man fought Superboy uh, because they didn't give a crap about what the readers wanted and because those characters were both clones, um, that was why they uh, were teamed up, oh. uh, which was uh, horribly disappointing for those of us who, uh, you know, weren't really interested in seeing Hulk and Superman fight. So uh, the amalgamation of uh, Ben Riley and uh, Connor Kent was Spider Boy, mm-hmm. which means that both Marvel and DC own a character named Spider Boy. Right. Which means Marvel can't make a character named Spider Boy. Right. But they really want to, and Dan Slott really did, and now Spider Boy is in the Spider Verse. And uh, I, my assumption is that uh, they made a deal with DC to own the rights to Spider Boy. And here's my thing about that: I'm going to go on a limb and speculate that maybe that was the Marie Javin situation. That maybe part of like the deal to print JLA Avengers was, you know, give me Spider Boy. Give me Spider Boy because that's. I mean, that? because Dan Slott really, 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 really wanted Spider-Man to have a junior sidekick named Spider-Boy. And so Spider-Boy shows up and his name's Bailey and he's always been there. And he was a sidekick for Peter Parker in the main universe and Miles Morales in the main universe. And he knows Miguel O'Hara from 2099. He's been there the whole time and you just don't remember him. And I, I would love it. And I hope, please, 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 everybody ex- exercise restraint and never use that character because I would love it if that was the only appearance of that character. Uh, uh, by the way, if you want to pick up this book, it's available on eBay for $25 to $30 because of the first appearance of Spider-Boy. Uh, so speculators out there, you really got yourself a gem in Bailey the Spider-Boy uh, who shows up for the first time ever. Turns out he was unmade and retconned in but had always been there and is so mad that no one remembers him momentarily he just leaves so now he's just bouncing around the 616 universe and who knows but uh it's interesting it's all about con- like i couldn't care less about spider boy despite the fact that i'm like that's a cool costume i get that but i think slot's doing a couple things here one he really 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 wants peter parker to have a sidekick for no reason and number two uh he wants lightning to strike quite twice when it comes to his spider gwen invention so yeah it's a book and it happens and uh it's it's funny because peter parker at the end is like this is the end of Spider-Verse. For me, I don't want to be in any more of these. And I'm like, you have no say. Goodbye. But like, he just leaves and they're like, wow. And they also cement that uh, I think Silk is the chosen one now. So it's who was in a mention by Dan Slott, by the way. And uh, so she's going to be like the center of every Spider-Verse event from here uh, till the, you know, till the next one. Uh-huh. But uh, we'll see. It's okay. Just, it's a book and it happened. And it read fine, you know, Slot's a writer. He knows how to get character. And there was a funny moment where Peter, like, you know, calls Aunt May and it's sweet and he gets it. But it all, like, based on all of his, like, bluster mm-hmm. and, uh, and, 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 you know, fire and brimstone over the last, like, 20 years, you know, everything he does with Peter Parker at this point feels kind of like a, you know, like a reaction. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's it. You know, there's more of that. Uh, there'll be more of that Spider-Man book. So it makes sense to me. Okay. Uh, Dante Cook says, Tiffany is so good to hear Saga is just as good. Um, waiting for the next hardcover edition. So I have a big, long wait to go to. <laughs> yes. uh, it is so hard not to read issue by issue, but I want to be surprised. I get you. And that's why I stopped really talking about it too, too much. I just want to let you know how I'm feeling about it like in general. 
Yeah. Um, because that's just a book that like anything could ruin something for somebody. Yeah. Even if it's not like a big reveal or whatever, there's just so many nice moments. Right. Just one for yourself. I Absolutely. totally understand. Absolutely. That. Um, so yeah, what else we got? I know you got plenty of, uh, you read a bunch of books. I did. Let's talk about Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. I'm Why excited not? to hear about this. I read Wolverine this week. Ben Percy uh, with art by Juan Jose Rip. Rip. Um, I don't know why we always punctuate like that, Rip. but we do. Because I've never seen that name before in my life. R-Y-P. I love it. Rip. It's awesome. It could be, I don't know, it could be ripe. I don't know. Ripe. Yeah, I don't know. We never anyway, met. Anyway, uh, this is, you know, we're done with like the beast. We're not done with the beast stuff, but we're done with that yeah. beast kind of arc. We're yeah. launching into a different beast type of arc uh, in which beast has separated himself from Krakoa. Yes. Taking a part of it with him. What? Along with, yeah, he's got, it looks, it, he's got a big Krakoa. Like he took like a, a little island? Like a littler island for himself? Well, I mean, like if you call having a big like island skull man what? walking around as your base a, a little island, then yeah, I mean, that's what he did. Then. All right, you wacko. So he did that. And oh, that's the it's new like ex- an echo, exosuit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all he's, right. He's, he's weapons of X. That's what he has because he has all these Wolverine clones. Yeah. That he keeps pretty mindless in a way you know they, they do his bidding they do what he wants and he's got a bunch of beast clones and they're they're doing all the anal- analyzing for these clones <laughs> and he keeps himself you know pretty away from them yes. for the most part because he doesn't want to risk them trying to take over it's kind of weird that we've got like a event going on right now with sinister clones and also we've got beast I, clones i know i know but listen, they both. <laughs> but they're both. They're both satisfying. Admittedly, tales. you're like I'm excited about both of them. Admittedly, I am. Yet I also understand people being like, "That's too much." I get you. One sure. is a thought exercise, though. Right. Like one's a. What would happen if Sinister did this? And yeah. Like, oh no. Well, but you. I don't know if you saw because uh, uh, I was reading some things. There's a little, a little spoiler for Sins of Sinister out there, and I don't want to ruin it for where? you. Where? I haven't it, seen it. It's in like. It's in the. The documents that explain what's happening in books for Fall of X, oh, you know, I, like I in, in in copy, you know, where like in the in the wake of Sinister, Sinister, this is what's well, going on in Fall of X. And, I uh, didn't read it. So well, good, good. It's not really only, a spoiler, but it's like, like three more issues left. More, mm, yeah, you want to tell me, don't you? I do. <laughs> well, when we get to that book, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. All right. But then you know this book that's also has clones in it. Right. But and it's less a thought exercise and more of a hopefully by the end of this we get rid of this beast and we bring and we bring back Avengers beast. Wouldn't bring that back be Stars nice? and Garters beast. It's like wouldn't it be nice if three claws just just blasted into Hank McCoy's brain and another beast emerged that was better looking and. uh that would be super you know. nice. I'm like a little concerned that they just dangled that carrot in yeah. front of us and they're like, we're not going to do Well, I mean, that. like that costs this nothing is... to do. You know, this is we're talking about the previous issue in which there was a like text page that it suggested that, you know, because Beast wiped out Beast all the previous All beasts, versions of him so they couldn't do anything about it. Except, except for one that he didn't regard. Yeah. And that would be the Avengers level Beast. Yeah. Uh, so it would be the Beast everyone likes and remembers. Mm-hmm. The fun loving Wonder Man best friend Beast. Yeah. So, but this is too juicy, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like that's what I'm afraid of here is that they're like, there's, he, this is, he's a better villain. Right. And I'm like, people do like him being a villain. I you don't. could have both. I never liked it when there was Dark Beast, which was not even real Beast. Right. And he was running around pretending to be Beast. Yeah. That was rough. I remember being really frustrated by that. And well, now we got real Beast being darker than Dark Beast. Yeah. So this Beast is off you know continuing to do what he thinks is his job yes he's right like, he's like this is this is what charles told me by to the do, way basically. charles knows what he's doing you know it's not like he's wearing a helmet 
You know, Chuck is aware and Chuck is letting it happen, which means Chuck does approve. And I can imagine <laughs> being Hank McCoy and being like, I'm going to kill. I'm going to clone. I'm going to do all this other stuff. And Chuck, you could stop me at any I point. Think... So I guess if you're if you're not if you shut me off, it means that you definitely intend to endorse what I'm doing. I think that Charles is more guilty of not checking in. I think that that's more what it is. He's like, if I look, then I have to do something about it. That's fair. So I'm not going to look. Just turn him off. Right. Well, he's like, but things are getting done. Right. Exactly. That means that he's condoning it. Right. Well, he doesn't know how it's getting done. It's just (laughs) getting done. He should know instantaneously by just downloading it into his brain. I mean, you could say the same thing about Emma or any psychic on like, the, on Krakow. I agree. So it's an oversight. Looking. Well, like all you have to do is just explain that you know the 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 non Krakowan plant crap that he stole that he used in the first arc of X Force. Yeah, uh, has some kind of psychic blocker that he put into his ear. Which I mean, he's been playing with all kinds of things, so who knows? Honestly, yeah, I I honestly don't know. I'm gonna guess he does though, since he's walking around still. Uh, right? Still. So you know, he goes off. He he's you know he finds like there's like this British lord who um has are you okay yeah i'm gonna sneeze oh okay you have to sneeze i'm going to sneeze <laughs> now you're not no it went away because i brought attention to it um but he finds out that this guy has a bunch of um Krakoan plants mm-hmm. because now that england has separated from Krakow, they don't want anything to do with them the medicine is harder to come by sure and there's a huge market for it people want it so he, he has some of them he's just growing them there and he's like mm-hmm. that's fine so beast sends all of his wolverines and <laughs> kills that guy and they burn the field and that's taken care of awesome great um i mean you know not great but also you know i get it yeah i mean he also has the cerebro sword he takes he took that with him as a as a reminder someone should know where that is he stole it no i'm just saying like you know after 10 of swords you'd be like all right look just because that event didn't use all the swords doesn't mean there weren't 10 swords and those swords should be accounted for yeah I mean, wasn't there an entire Wolverine arc about getting at well, least one said, of those swords back? It's, it's the source of his greatest strength and knowledge, but it's also his greatest vulnerability, and that's why he likes having it. What does here. that even mean? <laughs> so maybe the, the Cerebro Sword is protecting him from Cerebro. It uh, could be. You know. Yeah. Next, though, he goes after Maverick. Maverick has shown up in the Wolverine book before, so we're yes. bringing that back around. And Maverick is helping to run a Black Ops sort of, or not Black Ops, but like off the grid. Yeah, sort of like black market selling of the plants as well the drugs right they're yeah. like, okay we're, we're doing this too um so they're in a submarine you know they've got this great image of the skull face that's yep. how the, the wolverines get out of there they nice. swim out of its mouth doesn't seem like it's really hermetically sealed but all right <laughs> well maybe it's like that pool oh you know, yeah yeah like yeah they use pressure i don't know mm-hmm. uh it just looks cool man skulls they look cool <laughs> We all have them too. And they're tough to draw, despite the fact that literally they are ubiquitous among all of the human race. So the Wolverines bust into the sub and uh, one of them finds Maverick and they fight and Maverick's like, Wolverine, I thought you were going to leave me alone, man. Come on. Like, Remember when I was in that book that one time? Yeah. And then he realizes like, you're not Wolverine. Mm. And then a whole bunch of them like show up and he's like, you look like him and you have his same powers, but your eyes, they're not right. Mm. And if he knew, if he knew what was going on, he'd have a problem with this for sure. Sure. So they presumably destroy the sub. The sub is sinking. They believe Maverick to be dead as well. <laughs> they, they're like, well, he's going to die. So that's fine. Um, all the Wolverines go back, except for one is missing. Mm. And so they're like, oh, about face. We have to go back. We don't right, leave, we don't leave any we Wolverine don't leave behind. any bodies behind unless yeah. someone find out what's going on. Exactly. So we find out that Maverick has that Wolverine. And clearly he's on his way to someone to, to tell Wolverine. Oh, okay. Does he? How would he? <laughs> okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Also in this issue, uh, during a quiet council meeting, Wolverine shows up. Is it one of these Wolverines? No, it's it's our Wolverine. He shows up with it's the Wolverine. Yeah, it's the Wolverine. He shows up with Beast's body that he killed. Mm. And Charles is like, um, okay, like, dude, what's uh, what what are you doing? Yeah, here. So then, like, Charles uses his powers. Emma uses her powers to find out what's going on. Like Mystique, I love this moment. She's like, hey, what's happening? Yeah, Emma, what's what's going on? <laughs> She's like, oh, there's there's a lot. It's it's a lot. So Chuck asks to talk to him about it quiet, like you know, privately, mm-hmm. even more privately. Yeah, he's like, and Wolverine accuses him. He's like, you gave him carte blanche, right? He's like, and look what happened. Yeah, he's violating me and everything. Yeah, he's like, now you got to figure out what to do with this. <laughs> Fair. So Wolverine's like, but I'm gonna go after him. Right. Like you figure out how to clean up this mess, but I'm going after it. Yeah. And they're like, so all right. Well, I'm like, all right. Wolverine is going after Beast. Sweet. Like still. This yeah. isn't over. Get Beast. Wolverine, get Beast. get Beast. Yeah, so... Sweet. You know, X-Force is trying to recover from what they just went through in terms of, you know... Yeah. He took their base and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got their own crap happening. Mm-hmm. But this book is the Wolverine is... Getting, is the Wolverine POV. Yeah, like Good. Wolverine's going after him and I'm, I'm, awesome. I'm down. Right? I'm down. Oh, that's right. No, Kingpin showed up in the X-Force book, right? Yes. Yes. That's I think so. Is. That was a great reveal. I think it's that book that he showed up in. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Did you read Ghost Rider? I did read Ghost Rider. Oh, Ben Percy, Corey Smith. Yeah. This is it. This is your last straw. Yeah. Danny Ketch is in this book. Right. He's in this book. He's technically in the book. We don't see him as Ghost Rider. Oh, my God. But he is in this book. Is that enough to keep you reading this book? Or are yeah. you like, no? No, I'm here. It's All right. Then, fo- then shame on you. Because it's fooled me three times. No, but he's in it at least. You know, it's not like we're like, we're going to catch up to Danny. I'm like, no, we catch up to Danny. We get really a flashback of like, what's Danny been up to? Okay. Danny, um, Danny, 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 Danny. Great cover. Uh, it is a great cover. Danny, uh, meets it's like a up. Flare Ultra card. Right. Danny, Danny's in a bar and kind of acting like, you know, a little big for his britches and runs into a doctor who's like, hey, I've got an offer to make you. And essentially she's doing. All sorts of, of crazy like studies on the metaphysical. Yeah. You know, she she wants to know more about um the, the science of hell and uh oh wait, what's what's her list? Because she has a very distinct list as to what it is that she is um looking for. Looking to to study here. Uh I'm never gonna find it. Oh yeah, here we go. Um the biology, the geology, the chemistry, and the physics of hell. Okay. And he's like, I know she didn't mention the psychology of it. She's like, Oh, I don't care. Oh, I don't that. think about that. So and it's like, that's kind of important. I've got some personal reasons. She has like some scars on her chest. Oh. oh, what are they from? I don't know. She used to date um, Mephisto. <laughs> but we see him like ghost ridering out. And this is six months ago. So I'm trying to figure out in terms of when this is happening. <laughs> and when so, he was the other ghost rider that wasn't. Well, when like, he was originally ghost rider and then he wasn't ghost rider anymore. And then he became something else. But like the fire looks like regular fire. Yeah. But we don't really see him. Ghost, Ghost Rider, Rider out, out. So I can't say it's not just they just wanted to show that. Yeah. Right? I, I don't know. We'll find out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so her thing is that she's like, I have like the potential to make like a whole boatload of money if you'll sign on to the trial. Oh. Or like this thing that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. So presumably something's going on there. And I'm wondering if actually he even has control over his spirit any longer. Okay. Probably not. So like, you know, because like the stuff that Danny's doing is questionable yeah entirely yeah. um and you know not entirely danny catch like yeah <laughs> danny catch um 
Meanwhile, uh, Johnny is on his trail. They, they've been going from place to place. They end up at like a club oh. where, <laughs> well, no, that club, this club is over. Oh. Um, there's just bodies there. It's just endless bodies. There was like a, like a, a DJ. He like played like hell music or whatever, mm. which would allow people to like be possessed. Oh, it's like hell speak or something like it's music from hell that would like freak people out. It's something. But That's all these awesome. people will go there. And but when they get there, it's literally there's just bodies. Right. And they're all burned. Mm. Maybe so, there was a bloodbath maybe i mean if they had maybe they all wouldn't have burned to death mm. you know yeah, Actually, yeah. yeah well maybe it's like that scene in uh, constantine remember that movie when, yeah. when, he, when he gets the hell or he he blesses the, the, the sprinkler water. system yeah that's what a great what moment it, yeah that is such a great moment i don't want to sequel that movie but i do no. really like that movie i mean i'm not gonna lie part of me does no part of me does have you seen keanu with a beard yeah i know <laughs> yeah i know but you know what he's not really john he's like he's a no, different he's a different he's like another so maybe that different weird not actually john he's black label constantly could wear a beard <laughs> right i'm okay with it i i, I don't care because he's not even he's not really john i just kind of want to like that movie i like that movie yeah i just i don't really think of it as john no i mean you should but it is it's but movie. it's not yeah. but i like that movie yeah anyway that movie I, holds up i'd like a i'd like a real sequel you you want a, a real, a real hell, you want a movie called hellblazer yeah and i want it to be dark and gritty yeah and horrible mm -hmm. not like badly made anyway yeah um but it's revealed that clearly danny showed up there and oh and he, burned them all they set fire to the building and he prevented them from leaving mm. and they all died it's pretty messed up right and there's only one person who's left Mm. and like she's got third degree burns all over her body she's at the hospital they use magic to get into there by like convincing the front desk lady to let them up there and she's like i don't want to go to hell and like you know whatever and and his partner like uses magic to reveal that like oh her boyfriend actually was doing some pretty messed up stuff he has like a heart like a like a satanic altar in his basement kind of thing mm. and like he was killing people and she was watching uh, you know so it's like well, I don't really potentially everybody there was a like was a bastard like they all deserved maybe, judgment like that's kind of what it like it might be indicating so like everyone's like what the hell maybe there were a lot of mirrors and he just looked into one of them with his with his <laughs> just, uh, pen and stare no and he just literally just burned them down he didn't use any because he's a different spirit now oh yeah that's right right but they do note that like on the she draws this really crude picture utilizing her burned flesh finger. Oh. And I'm like, why would you do that? Gross. Because she dies anyway. I guess okay. so I'm like, they're like, well, they're looking for a pen. She's right. like, no, nah, I got this. I Hang got on. this. I'm just going to use my finger. Gross. Um, but they note um, in the like in the drawing, it looks like his like the helmet he's wearing has like some sort of like computer components, like something that's like maybe something's controlling it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, OK. Like, oh, OK. Sure um inevitably they they track down that you know there may have been some signal or like the the music had some signal i don't know they listen to it via some contact they have and it makes him go all like ghost, ghost rider and like crazy and such and he burns everything down and then warns the, like he lets this the is, doctor know johnny. yeah johnny's like you know he lets the doctor know like, i'm coming for you and mm. i'm like oh okay okay fine but like next as you look it looks like it looks like they're punching each other yeah but they don't they might there's a cool cover of Thor we did last week where Thor's literally fighting Doctor Doom. <laughs> no. I don't even think they're in the same space. I but at this point I think what are three issues in to this? If you're doing like a five or six issue arc, no, yeah. they have Cabin to the trade. You they, got two more issues left. They gotta go. They, they gotta, gotta punch. They gotta punch each other. Great. That'll be cool. 
I kind of just want Danny to to get to back have his to own normal. book and be ghostwriter. I don't necessarily yeah. want him to have his own book. I just kind of want him to get back to get back to basics. To basics. Just... Yeah. Now you speak. Now you're a comic book fan. <laughs> uh, well, because they did this thing to him, and then they just kind of and it's just kind of they like, the, no one did anything with it. So just, just make like, it go away. Like it didn't take. I, nobody nobody approved any pitches for him. Right. And then what they did anyway was they just wanted to do a, a story about a regular ghostwriter. And I'm like, you know, there's nothing wrong with Johnny. Mm-hmm. You know, people like Danny. Robbie is, I always feel like it's weird with Robbie. Like, yeah. folk either love him or they don't. I think <laughs> it's the car. Yeah, the car is a fundamental shift from, uh, from the, the ghost car, rider. And I think it's the fact that, like, it's not a skull. It looks more like a helmet or a mask. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think there's something about his look. And I don't necessarily dislike it. Yeah. But I think it, there's something about it that creates yeah. a disconnect. And there's a whole bunch of other yeah. ghost You riders. feel bad for Robbie. I feel bad for Michael Balladino. <laughs> see vengeance yeah yeah <laughs> and when i say feel feel bad for him i mean i feel bad for him having been completely forgotten despite him being a dope action figure listen i'm sure ben percy won't forget it there's no question maybe. no jed mckay won't forget it that's true but ben percy might ignore it maybe in the doctor strange book they should do they should get back to brass tacks and have strange start crossing over with more heroes and yeah. like have him cross over with ghost rider and have them ride on a, a bridge of bones to fight vengeance why the hell not siege of darkness too waiting for it <laughs> mp says thoughts on williamson writing batman and robin personally i'm not the biggest fan of the dynamic duo being in a separate book and not the main two books there's room for batman batman could have 10 books nobody gives a crap uh i like the fact that williamson's doing batman and robin because i know he likes both those characters and of course he's had a tenure on the batman t- title everyone forgets but he did write at least six issues of the batman book and uh he loves damien and he's the one who wrote the damien book that most people really enjoyed despite it not selling as well as i would have expected mm. but uh yeah i mean like i think it's a good i think it's a good idea good fit mm. days toys howdy from texas just picked up wonder woman dead earth oh i skipped the other one i'm sorry yeah you did i noticed that before i was like oh we should go back up to that and then, mm. but you figured it out yeah i did so but you uh, did anyway ray far says compop woo. Woo. woo woo you too love the video about favorite spider-man stories i audibly homer simpson yelled when you said the playback uh, pay, yeah the playback story because it was right next to me Nice. Yeah, man, uh, that was a fun episode. I'm really, uh, I really appreciate them uh, from the right project stopping by, uh, Matthew coming by, and it was a really fun episode. If you haven't already checked it out, you should. It's a really, it's a really fun chat. Yes, Bieber Leaper, thanks so much for your support. Thank you. And Kieran Weisenberg says hello. Well, hello. Hello. Recently did a speech for my public speaking class about Superman and wanted to thank you for exposing me to the elite storyline or what is so funny about truth, justice, and the American way. Nice. I love that you abbreviated that. That yeah. would have taken me way too long to make sure I remembered all the right letters. So, exactly. Like, you know. I didn't even check. I just did, I just saw it and was like, I know what you're talking about. Um, incidentally, I uh, having reread uh, It's So Funny, or What's So Funny, uh, mm-hmm. I saw, yeah, no. Um, uh, Joe Kelly wrote that story. Yeah. Uh, the elite are just the authority. And Joe Kelly is making fun of Warren Ellis in a big way. He's like, no. Like the main character wears a Union Jack and there's a guy with electricity powers. They travel an interdimensional ship, like a space, a sentient spaceship. They kill people. It's great. So like, yeah, there's no question in my mind that we're going to be like, here's the authority. It's a dark, miserable cinematic movie. Boom. And then the next, and the Superman movie will be what's so funny. And they'll be like, eat me. <laughs> be great uh he also says sal's uh line talking about this week spider-man the magical dagger who who gives a crap needs to be a mystical artifact in the sanctum sanctorum yeah i agree yes and this is the magical dagger of you know who gives a crap uh <laughs> denial spider boy reminds me of what jim zub interviewed um 
I, I guess Jim's been on the show almost a dozen times, so they all kind of blend together for me. <laughs> uh, the Phoenix Jedi, uh, first time watching live. Thank you very much, uh, Phoenix Jedi. Love this show. Always the highlight of my week. I just saw that there is a French hardcover of Superman, Supergirl, Woman yes, of Tomorrow. Yes, no, there is. There is. Yeah, yeah. No, we we saw that, and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's hope we'll get one. Uh, Steampunk recently finished uh, Ultimate Comics X-Men. It's probably one of my favorite X-Men stories to see Kitty be the leader of the X-Men was such a treat. Yeah, uh, enjoy X-Men The End as well if you want to see more Kitty being, uh, like, coming into her own. Grumpy Goat, ahoy, ahoy. Uh, have either of you read Josh Williamson's Dark Ride? Yes. Uh, picked up the first trade, loving the setting of a Disney-esque horror park. I'm glad Sal put Williamson on my radar. Me too, man. Uh, yeah, no, I finally actually finished Dark Ride, uh, although I think another issue came out. I don't remember. Uh, but I did read all of them, uh, mm -hmm. literally one sitting like the other day. And I was like, nah, yeah. Um, very, very, uh, what you see, like, yeah, it's a, it's a fun, ridiculous, horror-bent send. And like, you know, if you watch the episodes of All-Star, you'll know that Josh like grew up in the, you know, around disneyland went there to play arcade machines like has an intimate knowledge of that that's um, fun yeah a lot of authenticity in that book not that's the murder fun. and stuff no well obviously i hope not exactly um george mckay uh now i understand all the spider boy memes on reddit thank you i i guess i didn't see any of the memes although unless you're talking about just maybe I'm you're on the wrong subreddits i'm definitely on the wrong subreddit. <laughs> this guy 9947 which um whichever Mo moira is from the renew your vows universe protect her at all costs yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love that denial. Look what uh, I'm just saying. The story arc titled Beast Wars was right there and ready to use. That's I agree. so true. Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe we'll get to that. I think we will. Eric Burr just finished the full run of Once in Future. I loved it. My decision to read this was a direct result of your interview with Gillen a few years ago. <gasps> Yay! I was so nervous. That was really, yeah, that was an in-person interview at New York <laughs> Comic Con. I was so nervous. That was really fun. It was really fun. He was such a gentleman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Girk Pactus, I think Spider-Verse 2 movie will end with Miles creating Kingpin, Kingpin run villain-verse setting up part two. What do you think the cliffhanger will be? Uh, I think it's just the spider people chasing after him. I, I, I'm not really not really huge into that like you know i like it but i don't want to guess you know i'm sure it'll be fine but i'm not i'm not worried about <laughs> it I, I don't know uh he also says uh, evil b sucks but i love his mad scientist arsenal right now he does suck and that's i think that's what's keeping him around for so long is that he sucks but in a way where people are like i'm i'm interested yeah but i, I but he sucks yes you love to hate him. Exactly. Uh, Jefferson says, sorry for making you guys struggle with my last name, uh, with my name last week. Here's oh. a penny for your trouble. Laughed hard at that. Uh, <laughs> catch you on the rewind. Thank you very much, Jefferson. Kaik uh, Day Gooday. That's my guess. I apologize. Yeah, no, we're terrible. Kaik? Yeah, I don't know. Write it phonetically for me at one time. <laughs> you don't even have to super chat. Just no, 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 just, yeah, we'll just put it in the it. chat and I'll find you. We'll find it um thorn identity hey. welcome back to the show man every time i watch this freaking show i get ideas for cool pitches for characters i don't even care about damn it that's hey, the best kind that's fine take them i think yours. that's i think that's the best way to go because and i'm like you know i think you and i you know we're on the same page because i don't know if i have like really strong pitches for spider-man and batman and stuff although i would take those jobs uh but i do like come up with stronger pitches for characters that i don't have a lot of reverence for mm -hmm. because then i'm not afraid to do anything to them right that's true you know and i think that's really like the fun and freedom of it you know mm -hmm. like i'm sure i could come up with a killer ghostwriter pitch that'll make hardcore ghostwriter pet and fans either mad or thrilled or probably both 
I'd, be, um, I'd want to see that. I would like to see you. I should actually. like to see that. I so. should. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Uh, speaking of books, uh, <laughs> Tiffany read Immoral X-Men from Kieran Gillen and <laughs> Alessandra Viti. I did. I didn't see that coming. I thought you were going next. No, no, no. No, 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 no. This is the thousand year mark. Oh, no. It's oh, a thousand years. A thousand years. So this is Sins of Sinister. This is part eight math yeah we have 11 issues yes yeah so this is part eight of sins of sinister but it's the last issue of immoral x-men mm. um we're we're very much at a point though where this this is all just coming together as one long storyline yeah you know? exactly like that, that's where we're at with this oh yeah it's all coming together <laughs> like in a not great way but you get to see a lot of the thousand year marks you know like it's all falling apart for everybody <laughs> you know exodus split off everybody after he killed hope and yes. then we get to find out what happened to her oh essentially they took her body and they dissected it and like there's a whole bunch of exoduses out there because they all split off and they made their own like church world kind of things and they each have church like, world they also have like a living reliquary of her because she's not dead she's still alive Ugh. and so like they all have a piece of her and so mm. when you go there there's all these like clones in pods and they're all just forever chanting prayers to this giant exodus it's it's i'm like Yep, this is this is exactly what lives in this is what happens brain. When, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Oh, just like yeah, this is what happens when you let Exodus do what he wants. Yeah. Um, but I'll never trust a, a guy in a cape like that. <laughs> not with not with shoulder uh, pauldrons like his. Mm -hmm. Um, but you you know how like sinister and uh, his chimera. Uh, oh yes, they they separated and made that character from po from from Pox uh rasputin rasputin, rasputin for or yeah for, yes roman numerals are hard for me mm -hmm. let's not pretend it's a lot of counting once you get past the three and the things like you gotta remember where the which side of the eyes on and that's how math goes just gotta you it's know four, though this is this is why you missed out on growing up on the simpsons because you would have remembered the uh the 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 episode of bart learning his roman numerals when he needed to get through the the seventh door and he's like rocky v plus rocky two equals rocky seven adrian's revenge Great, thanks. Um, so, uh, you, you know, they've been on the run for like 900 years at this point, and and most folk think that Sinister has died. They've kind of forgotten about him too. Yeah, it's important. It's a thousand years. He's kind of like, cool. This didn't humanity's really, only two. This didn't really work, <laughs> uh, like at all. Right. Uh, all the Quiet Council has split off, and they're all doing their own crazy, messed up things in the universe. Mutants have won. Though. Yeah. At the end of the day, the mutants won. Oh, okay. So no more phalanx. No, no singularity. Now we, Pox did not happen. Oh wait, aren't they like a lot more than a thousand years in the future? Or is that it? Uh, I thought. I think under Sinister, I they think we're seeing an alternate. Like, yeah, I can't remember if it's thousand or ten thousand in Pox. Right? That or is that the is that the children in the vault? Anyway, a lot of time. There's a lot of time. No, because there, there is this universe, and yeah. then there's yeah. So anyway, anyway, um, I think it is a thousand. I think you're right. No, I think we're because that's why Ripe Sputin Four is here. Yeah, but. Don't forget, the Sinisters themselves are trying to create a Dominion. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying it's better. But, and you so know. Rasputin and, and Sinister are tracking down clues. They find something. because They need to find the Moiris. <laughs> they are all looking for a Blues Clues. <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all a song, but no. I, needed to, I needed to make it. You really because, bend it up. Well, I knew I had to, I had to take the lyrics you to did. make it work like for we what just they're found doing. A letter, yeah. yeah, but they're looking for the clues. Exactly. You know? 
because I took the weird, we just figured out Blue's Clues because oh, we were okay. looking for them because they didn't figure anything out no. necessarily. Yeah. But they had to find them. And they okay. did. They did find a clue. Oh, good. So they go to bow, the bow, bow. <laughs> There's a big blue paw print on it. So it was really <laughs> so easy was your, to find. Well, listen, know? if you're like, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're, like, if you have neuroplasticity, then, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's really helpful. But otherwise, yeah. Like, yeah. You're watching with your kid. You're not doing it for them. You got you got these three scribble drawings. You're like, well, what, what? Yeah, you got to put the what are the correlations between those three things? I don't know, but anyway. Anyway, <laughs> they go to one of the Exodus's worlds. Uh, they they manage to find something there that Rasputin does, which she brings back is essentially one of those wax tubes that you record things on back oh, in the Oh, those day. very one-of-a-kind pieces, then there's no other piece like it in the world, and the tracks go this way. Yeah. But, you know, they're really cool because... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what an old reference. <laughs> yeah, but like that's... they. It's that, right? Okay. And um, he, she gives it to Sinister, and Sinister's like... What am I supposed to do with this? Okay. Um, cool. She has a sense of humor mm -hmm. fine all right i'm gonna go take care of this don't disturb me <laughs> he goes and he's like leave irene to make me have to do a craft project yes. like figuring out how to build how something to play this damn thing to, to listen to it yeah does that and it is a mention uh, a message from irene and essentially it's like listen like don't take over no 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 um her message is that if like I helped Storm steal your Moiras, but she doesn't know that she died. Right. <laughs> like, she doesn't know that. I, yeah, she thinks that, that Storm is still kicking, even though she's old. And, no, she doesn't know oh, that, no, I, that, that she died. Oh, that, yeah. Like, Irene herself is dead. She's, right. she's leaving this message. She doesn't know. Yeah, that's true. Necessarily. I mean, I guess it was like a what if, like just in case it didn't all work out. Yeah. But she's like, I re oh, that Raven died. And if mm. Raven's dead, it's not worth it. And that's all the reason I did this, right? So like yeah, what great. I need to do is like if... Which you, you have to go find the Moiras. Mm -hmm. And when you do, when we come back, when we restart, I'm going to join you and we're going to figure this out. Okay. Because I, this is the closest I came to saving her because she always dies. Right. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm just not going to go through my life without her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which clearly, I, she learned nothing from yeah. her time. No, she's the worst. She's, she's literally, she, Destiny is the worst. She is truly a character that they've written so well yeah. to hate her. Yeah. No, yeah. Moira was right. <laughs> Where's those shirts? <laughs> um so she you know she says like dissolve the cylinder inside you're gonna find out where the moiras are and uh yeah yeah it, it's cool and she's like oh by the way one more thing mm. i know you're trying to build a dominion don't bother it doesn't work out for you right you don't do it he's gonna do it anyway yeah he's like shut up yeah i'll try anyway me everything you know about mr sinister all right nothing but it's it's enough that Rasputin hears the message, the, me the end of the message, mm -hmm. and she's like, "You're not trying to save the universe, are right. you? <laughs> You're just trying to do this other thing." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." So they fight. She's better, but he ends up getting the upper hand and shoots her at the airlock, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so she's just floating in space. Oh no! And he's like, "Oh well." Right. I'll, I'll probably make another one. I'm like, cool. Yeah. All right. You didn't learn anything. You're still the worst as well. Yeah. You and Irene really do deserve each other. That's true. Like Sinister and Irene completely yeah. deserve one another. Mm -hmm. Um. So he goes back to Soul and okay. to Earth. Yeah. Which has been taken over by the like very like cancerous looking growth of Kenji Uedo, who is one of the characters who's going to be in Fall of X. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, 
if you're wondering what that was all about, there you go. He was a character that a lot of people recognized on the cover. I believe that's who it is. Yeah. But anyway, not, not in this form, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a cave, he finds the last Doombot. Oh, yeah. That, like there was one Doombot left just you're perpetuating Doom yep. for all eternity. It's okay, Doom, what's up? <laughs> um, but in the cave along with Doombot is Moira. Oh. The Moira. Remember, she doesn't have power. Oh, right, and she's a robot. And she's a robot. So she's still she's still here. Yeah, she's still kicking. It's the worst, right? So, you know, he's like, "Wow, look at you! You, you totally survived! Isn't that great?" So they they've got to go off and um, find the Moiras and destroy them. Yeah. She, she's down. She's yeah, like, this sucks. Okay, <laughs> but that- Did she learn a lesson where she's like, "I shouldn't have been a robot, and the Inferno event sucks, and I shouldn't have done that." No, but Damn maybe. It. I mean, who knows? I mean, Gillen and Spurrier, I trust them to fix it. I, I, if they're allowed to, who knows, right? But of course, don't forget, Gillen also really likes writing for Emma, and I do like when he writes for Emma because she is just a, a sassy little uh, lady. Lady, there. I was going to use another word. Well, she's lady. Well, she's she's sassy lady, but mm-hmm. now she's an evil sassy lady. Yes. Uh, she has um, kind of bonded with the crimson, uh, the 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 stone of Ciderac. Oh, cool. Okay. Is it like the crimson bands? I'm like, no, that's no, a spell. No, just the rock. Just the stone. The juggernaut rock. Yeah. Yeah. So she's all red now. Okay. Which is. Dope like woman. diamond yeah she looks amazing right dope and if you kiss her hand you become a like an all-powerful juggernaut oh, okay it's, it's, kinda, it's cool right that's fun so she's she's very much she's winning she's out to get everybody she's, she's gonna, having a good time she's gonna get charles she's gonna get them all she's like i'm winning hooray Wait, for me what timeline are we in the thousand year one this is a thousand how's she gonna get charles he's become like a mind cloud oh okay he's like a thought thing no, all right he kind of did what legion did but he's mm-hmm. charles there's like brains that like fly around places all right um but um, the Doombot was like utilized via like they, they're someone in her court essentially has been paying attention to older tech and like you know keeping an eye on certain things and the Doombot powered up or saw Sinister and they were like it sent a ping back mm-hmm. and they're like Sinister's still alive so she's yeah. like oh and they're like oh and he's gonna go and try and get rid of the Moira she's like mm, when I'm so close to winning I think not rally the troops yep. for school because she basically she runs it like it's still a school mm-hmm. and uh, they're gonna go they're gonna go after them cool um also rasputin is didn't die didn't die she's well she's slowly dying she's mm. like i can like slow everything down and what for what though right like i'm gonna just live a little longer be mad at him mm-hmm. for like a few more days great but that's fine because the other sinister you know um uh righteous oh yeah she reaches out to her oh and so yeah it's all coming together folks it's all coalescing and really you know she has some of the nightcrawler dna in her right so So she she, could teleport she should definitely be part of that team yes i agree so cool all right since sinister plugging along it is honestly like i i i'm enjoying it more that they're starting to coalesce yeah now like the first three issues of each book or the first issue of each book very much were establishing the world and the tone of each book yeah fine cool fun the last let's call it four i've really been loving yeah so i can't wait for the next two and then the like omega style issue mm-hmm. that's gonna put oh the, yes put the bow on this that's right this is i find this to be an acceptable way to do an alpha and an omega yeah yeah because it makes sense for the way in which this story this is, is presented exactly it's not and just it, like yeah hulk versus thor part one i mean alpha and then no more no omega just ended yeah so it's terrible um listen i'm in i'm there's no way I'm not in. No. I love this book. I, I love this series and I can't wait for it to wrap up to see. I, I mean, not because I want it to end, but I, I can't wait to see how they're going to put this all back. Yes. 
Uh, Erwin Rosales says, hello, guys. I finally read all of Gotham year one, and it's a legit page turner. I love its noir feel, plus the art is masterful. Hope for a hardcover. Uh, there's no doubt it will get a hardcover. It's a Batman book. But uh, yes, uh, it's, it's an amazing book. I recommend it every time it comes out. Now it's over. So pick it up. Yeah, when absolutely. you can, because it's, it, it's a near perfect book. Uh, Bitter Spite uh, said, "I know you hate redundant characters, but Ghost Spider lets me share my love of Spider-Man with my daughter, Aww. and Miles lets me see myself as Spider-Man." Yeah, the part of the, the easy part of saying things like "I don't like redundant characters" is that uh, typically it's for Batman and Spider-Man characters uh, for whom they will never uh, stop making redundant characters, and uh, there's no danger of them ever getting rid of Spider Gwen or Miles. So you know, you're safe. <laughs> like I could still retain my opinion and you can still have those books that you enjoy, or at the very least have those totems that represent uh, so much to you. And I'm, I'm glad they exist. Like I, I don't, I don't say I don't get it. You know what I mean? I get mm-hmm. why like miles and Gwen and Gwen and miles are very much uh, outliers. You know uh, it, it's when there's an army of them or a uh, you know, spider horse or uh, a sentient spider car or, you know, all this other crap that I, that I really get uptight, particularly when it comes to like Miles was the Spider-Man of the ultimate universe. When is the spider girl or spider woman of her universe? Like they're technically part of their own universes, mm-hmm. you know, just that they hang out a lot here and they, they don't pop up a lot in the last two Spider-Man arcs. So I'm like, yeah, it's fine. You know, like, no, no, no. You know, it's when there's two, it's when like there's an all hands on deck. Galactus is going to eat the planet and everyone shows up and there's a row of spider people. Like there, for me, there's no spider family. There's Spider-Man and then there are Spider-People in their respective universes. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't like seeing them all together. Mm. Uh, but yeah, but I'm, but I'm glad that they exist for that. You know, I think that's, I think that's good. Uh, Hayden Hamilton, Kathleen Madigan's uh, new special is great. Big J and, Ky- and Kinane, uh just released bangers. Highly suggest I got my own logo today. A cool, weird milestone. I have no idea what you just said. But thank you very much for supporting. <laughs> what you just said. Yeah. Uh, Atomica says, hey, popular kids. Uh-huh. I just wanted to show some love when say keep up the amazing work. Well, thank you very much, Atomica. Thank you. Uh, don't say your name backwards. Um, or is it, uh, what's it called? Kimota? I'm thinking of the... Uh... Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, Miracle Man. Anyway, oh, yeah. but yeah, great. Uh, thank you very much for your support. Um, so I read this, uh, a lot of, uh, chatter online, Adventure Superman, John Kent, number two, Tom Taylor, Clayton Henry, um, Donna DC, you know, John's got electric blue powers. He's good. The premise is solid. You know, it's like John is recruited by, uh, by Superman and, uh, Red Tornado, Super, uh, Red Tornado Lois to fight, uh, Ultraman, who is of course his tormentor, who is traipsing through the multiverse murdering superman mm-hmm. and superman himself uh, clark kent is busy so they uh, intercept john right now and they're like look the reality is he's killing supermen who are cows uh so we think if it's an outlier like you maybe there there's there's an opportunity for him to win plus you got some unresolved trauma with this guy so you know maybe it'll be cathartic for you right so john's like yeah i'm in and lois is like yeah okay and lois of course meets uh, uh you know earth two lois and she's like that and uh, that's fun um and so john goes and uh from the first issue they were like uh injustice is coming and i'm like okay i guess and uh so john goes and he fights ultraman and ultraman is like been, is sadistic and douchey he's got plans for john and sure enough uh john's uh catharsis is taken from him because injustice Superman shows up and murders ultraman 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, hey, you have your mother's eyes and starts crying. And you're like, oh, OK. And uh, yeah, I don't know where it's going. It could go in a million directions. The funny thing is, this is one of those stories that could go in any direction. Like John could be the thing to mellow out in Justice Superman. But they have to stay with him. Right. Uh-huh. Fine by me. Well, that'd be interesting to put him there. Yes. Okay. Bring like the true Superman's heart to the injustice Superman. That's because oh. like the whole thing is a result of Superman having inadvertently murdered a pregnant Lois. He never got to meet his son. That's almost a better reason for him to have gone away as a child and then come back an adult. Right. <laughs> like, like that's it- almost a better reason for that. Where he's just like, dad, I can't. Yeah. Let these people suffer. Exactly. Anymore. Like I can bring peace to you essentially when you already have it. Like, you know, there's a lot of options there. A lot of interesting opportunities there. Um, I don't know what they're going to pick, but uh, you know, it's, it, it, it promises to be probably anticlimactic. Uh, certainly the death of Ultraman was, but uh, yeah, we also hinted him having electric blue superpowers. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, that's very much an okay. Okay. <laughs> Like, some folk like it yeah, I, I look i loved Apparently. it when they when they teased it it's like that's a great idea no, I mean, but like electric blue superman yeah no i well yes but I, and i like the idea of john getting them i'm just kind of like just do it then like what are you what are you what are you teasing it for like we got a cover of him being like i'm electric blue and then we got you know we're issue two and he's like maybe i got him and i'm like okay do it mm. don't don't pussyfoot around just do the damn book <laughs> so here it is you know and it's fun you know the art is a little stiff but otherwise it's serviceable we had a we had a discussion about it i was like i don't know if i like this yeah You're like it's good and i'm like all right yeah i liked i liked the art but i get why maybe you didn't like i think it was more a, a subjective is opinion. very much like I, I didn't i didn't see much that was really wrong with it i didn't look at the whole book over your I didn't shoulder have a, i didn't have an issue with it necessarily <laughs> but there was a, there was an issue of same face going on everyone's like kind of similar like body structure and facial there's something weird about it and okay. i think it's just because there's like it, it's very straightforward and i'm not gonna like complain necessarily about that mm. but it sounds like i just did but uh it's, it's, <laughs> it's fine it does, it does a job and i feel like i didn't look at it enough but like the pages i saw it didn't bug me no so I, yeah. I don't know no it's fine it's fine okay. uh rami darwish i love the latest gbu episode and miss wake up with comic pop i miss it too that's a good show it just i blew up my voice doing it so i i gotta be careful with that uh, and finally, Lorraine, you, you didn't read anything else? Uh, no. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, and finally, Batman number 134 from Trip Zdarsky and Mike Hawthorne uh, and Miguel, Miguel Mendoza, who does the backup story. Um, yeah, so uh, Batman, you read this too. I did uh, read this. Batman goes into the Arkham catacombs, discovers that uh, Holly, is that his name? Halliday. Halliday is, uh, you know, the red mask and also will be the, jo- or could be the Joker. And I'm like, what and that was my kind of like issue with the joker thing where i'm like okay so this guy is this guy would be the joker but we just established in three jokers that joker has a name and it's not that and i'm like are there i know there's already three jokers but like what maybe maybe what this is saying that in each universe or each dimension right there's a joker there's but they're not all the same they're not all the same well but in flashpoint beyond which is where we find out about the joker's real name it is yeah no i know uh yeah and also he has a red hood which is a fun little like you know sure thing yeah um i i i am not in the least interested in this character so i gotta tell you i like i've been jumping in and out like i read a little bit of the series early on and then like recently i jumped in yeah and so i was like oh make sure i read this issue i was i this didn't get me at all no it's uh like, it, it, it's i didn't it's care slipping. for the art i didn't care for the story but like i think it's just that i have less interest 
in another Joker story, even if it's a different Joker. Mm -hmm. I think it just... I just need a break. Mm. I, what this book has going for it is that a lot is happening. Like you get a lot. When I thought the book was over, it kept going, which yeah. is really fun. You know, like, uh, and there's allusions. It's funny. I was, I was reminded immediately of the Batman Holy Terror book. No, not the one you're thinking of, the one from Elseworlds in which uh, Batman works for a theocracy and uh, in an alternate reality where like they're doing experiments on characters that might have had, like Barry Allen's down there. Mm hmm in this kind of like Arkham situation. And I'm like, Oh, it's like that book. Um, so maybe chips making that reference. He read a lot of what if I'm sure he read a lot of Elseworlds as well, but uh, you know, we're getting these references to characters and then they get unleashed and you're like, Oh, okay. Uh, and he fights Superman. I saw a, um, I saw the page in which Batman defeats this, this earth Superman. And it was met with, universal derision and lols really like, i thought it read pretty okay like i got it yeah but seeing it in two different contexts was funny seeing it in a vacuum and then seeing it in this or in, in in like a reddit thread i was like wow like people really didn't like it they thought it was dumb as fuck really yeah and i mean like i thought it was a bit much that he rolls his eyes in the oh sure yeah, i was no, like I that's agree. like really silly yeah and also i was like are we making a reference that i don't know and i looked it up now He's just being scary. Yeah, he's just being He scary. just scared Superman so much that he ran away. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? That's so silly. And yeah, the book is like, this is a this is a miss. This one was this issue in particular. This issue was, is a miss. Now, I mean, maybe what we're gonna find out is this holiday guy is wrong. Right. Which would be fine. Like he's just like, no, I'm supposed to be this. And it's like, no, you're not. That'd be great if he was like the real one shows up. He's like, no, you're not. Right. I've been waiting the entire time. Or like he's not. He's just not in it. There's this, there is no Joker here. Right. Because there's no Batman. Yeah. That'd be so great. I'd be very okay with that. But Batman seems to be like, oh, it's you. You're going to be Joker. I know it. I saw you from up there earlier in another book. Yeah. This one, I was surprised at how much I didn't respond to it. Yeah. I was it, like, it oh. was, it was, it was a surprise it was very much a surprise the art did not um i don't know if it even i don't know if it matched it I, like my issues with the art are not uh connected to the writing the writing there's an issue mm -hmm. uh at least there's an issue with this issue in terms of it being not terribly uh, gripping mm -hmm. um the art did not help no like it only helped to illustrate or highlight the worst parts. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I didn't respond to it and I don't remember it enough, which is never a which good is, thing. Uh, <laughs> bad. Uh, then there's the backup, which was really good and also written by Chip Zdarsky, but with art by uh, Mendoza. And let me tell you, it's fun. I did not read the backup. Should have been the rest of the Like, this is it. If you pitched me Zdarsky's like log line for this book about like multiversal Batman is trapped in this Gotham. There's no Batman. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. And I've been enjoying it. But the idea of Robin looking for Batman, which already we saw, but whatever, um, is great. And Tim goes into the Tim's outfitted with a new Robin suit that's like multiversal or who gives a shit. It's just a new action figure. Sure. Um, but <laughs> he's that you, Todd McFarlane. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, guys, it's so cool. And it got a button on the back that lights up. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so cool. It's going to be rad. Look at it. I got I made an Instagram video. Uh, <laughs> but yet Mr. Terrific gives him a multiversal suit. He's like, all right. And they're really just click your heels three times. Just think about Batman. You'll be there. And he's like, nah my mom died a long time ago. So I'm going to think about my mom. And so he goes to the reality where there's no Batman, but Batman's there. 
and meets up with his mom and he's like hey my mom is always like a believer in fantastical stuff so i just tell her i'm his i'm her i'm her multiversal son and she believes me immediately and i just get to hang out with my mom for a little bit oh and i was like jackpot <laughs> well done <laughs> no one remembers that no one thinks of that nicely done uh and then he's like all right now i'm gonna go look for batman see you next week like <laughs> i'm like all right that was fun that's nice worked really well and that's the thing Does she have a son in that universe yeah, I think I think she does. Okay. Yeah, I think she has a Tim, but he's much younger. Mm. So yeah, it's good. You know, that's good. This was not. It really um, wasn't. I I was surprised because I really I tend to like Zdarsky's writing, and then this I just I don't know if it's because I'm waiting for something like a twist. Waiting for a surprise, like or, or like, yeah, and maybe it will come. Yeah, but this issue I was like, oh yeah, no, oh yeah, this was. It wasn't, it it's wasn't, a pass. It was a, it was a bit of a pass, right? Just oof. Bit. yeah yeah and and the problem is when it's normally firing on all cylinders it's so good so when it's not it's like it, it it's a fud mm. you know but yeah so uh let's recommend some comics that are coming out let's this week that we think you should check that. out uh obviously i gotta recommend um yeah n- there's nothing i already looked at this week there's nothing oh okay cool then i'm i'm, I'm up yeah. uh moon Knight number 22 is coming up folks this is great moon Knight run has been solid moon Knight has not slipped at oh, all for man you. that's why i'm like you know what like don't give jed mckay too much to do i mean like keep him working well, he's getting no he's getting avengers i know i'm a little i'm a little worried because he's doing avengers he's doing this and he's doing strange. doctor strange yeah and i'm like one of those is gonna suffer Look, bendis did five or six books and they were all pretty cool i guess that's true but moon knight has been and as much as i don't want it to be the doctor strange book moon knight has been so consistent yes occasionally of, of course i'm less of a fan of a story that he does mm-hmm. but it's it's not like because it's bad i'm just kind of like oh okay like, yeah. maybe it didn't hit the same way but it, it's been really consistent really solid book so number 22 is coming out looking forward to it uh x-men number 21 is coming out we're continuing with the brood yep whatever it's not really an event it's just a thing that's happening because no. it's also happening in captain marvel so if you're reading that and you want to have more brood action you can check out the past couple of x-men titles yes. as well i think it's like 20 or 19 20 21 now mm-hmm. yeah uh we'll be covering that mm-hmm. uh storm and the brotherhood of mutants number three is coming out which will be part nine of sins of sinister yes i'm pretty excited for that definitely going to be picking that up um are you grabbing this at all or are you done with this book Oh yeah, Danger Street. I, I'm not really ta- I'm not really reviewing Danger Street. You know, okay. it's more like this is a book that I don't respond to very strongly, and so as a result, I'm not um I'm I'm not reading it. Okay, well, how about Star Wars: Return of the Jedi's Ewoks number one? <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll look at it. <laughs> you know, I mean, Dark Ride number five comes out. Uh, Predator two, Predator number two comes out, which I'm not going to read. I'm not going to bother. Uh, and uh, Captain America is getting an event called Cold War. We're getting an alpha issue, obviously, because it's a new way to go. I'm not going to read that either. Wildcats number six is coming out. I'm not going to read that. You know, like, see what I mean? <laughs> oh, I, 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 I get you. I get you. I might read Wildcats. I'll try to do that. I, I feel like you probably will try to do that just because you can't help. The yourself. lettering is so distracting. I know. I know you're not a it, fan. It's tough. Like, look, if you know, if there's bad or distracting lettering. Yeah there's no great art or writing in the world will save it. Okay. If I can't, if that's not legible, you know what I mean? Remember when they, remember when Batman laughs was like the biggest thing in the universe and his, and they, and they did that awful like black word balloon with red uh-huh. text with a terrible like font. That's, and so you just can't it's read. It's on digital. It's rough. On digital. It was it, impossible it's to rough. read. And it's like, you're, you're seeing it for the first time. You, the publisher. Yeah. In digital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does read better in print, but like, how would you even know? 
before you went, this is illegible. I can't read this damn thing. I also want to give a shout out to Guardians of the Galaxy. Number one is coming out. This is going to be an extra long format book. It's $5, though, 36 pages. It's written by Jackson Lansing with, and, and Colin, Colin Kelly. Kelly with art by Kev Walker. That's cool. So you can, I'm, I'll give that a rate, read to it's a number one. Right. And also, if you really love James Tynan working in the same universe, Nightmare Country, the glass house, number one is coming out this week as well. Hey. And of course, um, for folks who are able to keep up with eight billion genies, when I definitely fell off, uh, eight, same. Is, eight is coming out this week. Not I fell off because it was bad. No, no, I, just, it's just it. Any book that came out when I was like full ham on all the X titles, I feel bad. Yeah, because there were just things where I was like, I have to come back to that. That's the finale, by the way. That. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it is. It's eight of eight. So this is the end. Yeah. So if you were trade waiting on this, it'll be out. It'll in be month. out soon. <laughs> Go to in stock trades and get it, or pre-order that at your store. Pre-order well. at your comic book store. That'll help it as well. Yeah. If Only get will... it on in stock trades when in stock trades decide. You must to have sponsors. heard a lot about it because a lot of folk are talking about it as a uh, really solid yeah. book. So check it out. It was the first issue was really gripping. And make sure we hold Salad to feet to the fire and reading Ewoks. Ewoks. I like Ewoks. Listen, <laughs> remember when we first got Disney Plus and we all watched caravan of courage together again you all watched or were forced to watch i turned it on you guys wouldn't pick something and i'm like we're gonna watch (laughs) wilford brimley and sindel i don't remember her name i don't remember his character name but that ewok movie somebody tweeted about them and i was like we're gonna see them in the mandalorian we're gonna see that whole damn family not wilford brimley obviously unless we deep fake him but like you know that really fast indigenous creature that looks like a rabbit like woodchuck thing Sindel, we can just recast, no problem. Her brother, I think he died. And uh, yeah, that's it. So just Sindel. And some Ewoks, that's all you need. Hooray. Anyway. We did the show, by the way. We did the show. Go see the Mario movie if you haven't. It's fun. That's right. It is fun. It's totally harmless. Check it out. It's totally harmless. It's an hour and a half of your life that you're going to love the music from and you're going to enjoy all the references. It's a a, a very simple, cute story. It's true. I had no topic, so uh, we'll we'll have one for next time. Okay. Uh, Thank you all so much for watching. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to our channel, and check out all the other channels we have here on the Comic Pop Network. Of course, Comic Pop Prime returns, plays, and twitch.tv slash Comic Pop. Watch Tiffany play on Tuesdays and Wednesdays normally and of course uh check us out everywhere else you can find us and we'll see you next week i'm sal and i'm tiffany so long, everybody thanks a lot for watching bye stay tuned for chris bye